and welcome to the Crypto for Newborns podcast, where we take baby steps around the block. I'm your host, Biff Laurie, and this is episode 19. In episode 19, we finish with the third and final part of my interview with Dominic Frisby, the author of Bitcoin, The Future of Money. In this final segment, Dominic talks about the hype cycle and where cryptocurrencies fit into it. Stay tuned for the rest of the interview. What do you tell people today who are considering investing in Bitcoin or other cryptocurrencies? Um, the first thing to do is get used to the technology, practice the technology, buy 20 bucks worth, get a friend to do the same or 50 bucks worth or 100 bucks worth, get a friend to do the same, practice sending each other small amounts of money, familiarize yourself with the tech. Mm -hmm. If you think it's cool, invest larger sums. If you don't, nothing lost. Yeah. No, you know, you've lost 20 or 50 bucks or something. Right. In fact, you probably wouldn't have even lost that because you'd still have it. Right. <laughs> but the first thing is just try the tech out. Mm -hmm. And if you like it, cool. Get a friend to do the same. Yeah, I think that's great. And again, obviously on this show, we don't provide strict financial advice. But in terms of, like you said, getting because there's really the whole thing of the technology and and that's the thing that I think keeps a lot of people out of it still is, wait a minute, what do you mean? I have a wallet and I transfer, and then how do I, wait a minute, what do you mean? There's a fee for that, and wait, if I transfer back, you know, and they, they just don't understand how it works. And and I think that's a big thing that's still probably keeping a lot of the mainstream people from it. But, um, you know, I think certain sites and, and probably centralized exchanges make it easy where you can just buy it, like Coinbase and things like that, just try to make it really easy. Um, I think what you're talking about is really something that would help people then get used to the idea of like, if we move forward with this, this is how you get comfortable with it is kind of practicing with it. 100%. Yeah. I, and I think the same thing happened. I mean, I remember I used to use, you know, cash for everything. And then, you know, we, then we take out cash and then we use cards. I mean, I barely use cash now. I, I have the same cash in my wallet that I've had like for three months because I just use, you know, my either uh, my ATM or my credit card for everything. So I, I think it's not as challenging as people think it is once you kind of get in the habit of of doing it it's very easy yeah that's correct where do you see cryptocurrencies headed and i don't know if it will exactly relate to this but in the book you talk about the hype cycle of technology maybe you can explain that and maybe where you you can tell us where you think cryptocurrencies are at in the hype cycle yeah the hype cycle is an idea advised by someone at a tech at a consultancy called Gartner, mm -hmm. uh, American consultancy firm, and it's I, this idea that a technology, from inception through to mainstream adoption, goes through this sort of idealized cycle, and there are five phases to it. And the, I'm just going to very quickly get those five phases up on my uh okay screen and then i uh can easily talk about it hype cycle and the idea of the first phase is that you have the technology trigger the new technology is invented 
and uh, you have various people who get excited about it. There's sorts of R&D, there's uh, first generation products are invented, there's some startup companies, there's some early adopters. And then everyone gets really excited about this new technology. Oh, it's going to change the world. It's amazing, blah, blah, blah. And so you move into the second phase of the hype cycle, which is sort of mass media hype. And it, Gartner call it the peak of inflated expectations. <laughs> and you might see something like dot-com in the year 2000 as the peak of inflated expectations. You know, the internet's going to change the world, blah, blah, blah. And then there are these stupid internet companies that nobody's ever going to buy. Right. Or that are ever going to have it. And then you move into the next phase where there's a little bit of negative press. Some, some of these companies go bust. Some of the scams are uncovered. Excuse me, my... Uh, phone's going let me just turn that off um some of the scams get uncovered and you move into the next stage which is the trough of disappointment and this might be you know the internet in 2003 after the dot-com crash and all those dot-com companies had gone bust and everyone had lost their money mm -hmm. but at the same time the internet's getting more widespread use. Amazon's getting more widespread usage. Apple's starting to grow. And you, you're on the slope of enlightenment. And some of these companies start to make money. And, and then eventually you go onto the plateau of productivity. And you've got your Amazon and Microsoft and, start, and, and Apple and Google and so on. And Bitcoin seems to go through hype cycle after Bitcoin since its inception has gone through about five hype cycles. And we're in one of those troughs of disillusionment at the moment. It had its peak mm -hmm. of inflated expectation, probably peaked about a month ago, maybe, whenever mm -hmm. it was, $62,000. And, oh, it's going to go to a million dollars and blah, blah, blah. And then sort of a bit of a dose of reality sets in and, and, and you know, Dogecoin's going to the moon and all that overexcitement. And now, actually, people are realizing, actually, it costs a lot to the environment and Elon Musk doesn't like it that much. And, <laughs> oh, there's all these problems that it hasn't China's banned it. And um, we've got this, that and the other and governments aren't going to let it happen. And so we're going into a bit of a trough of disillusionment at the moment. Mm -hmm. And that's where we're at now. You think in that, in that I would phase. say, yeah. yeah. But Any... we've got the plateau of productive. Uh, no, sorry, we've got the slope of enlightenment next. So slope of enlightenment coming. Okay, what, yeah. what, what will we see during that phase? Just more widespread adoption, more widespread use, and Bitcoin. It, it's very noisy. You mm -hmm. know, either it's bye bye bye, it's going to the moon, or sell sell sell. It's a bubble. It's a bubble. It's crashing. Right, but right. it has these lengthy periods where it's actually quite quiet. And, and, and we'll probably go into one of those next. And those are actually very good times to buy. Yeah. And it's, I think, you know, again, I, I see there's so much movement like, uh, you know, Bitcoin goes up and down and all the altcoins go with it. And uh, I, I think people still don't kind of understand that because they're all kind of called digital currencies, they don't understand that a lot of the altcoins, the technology is for very different purposes than just, you know, buying and selling necessarily. There's streaming music, there's gambling, there's, they have one to track vaccinations, there's all kinds of things that aren't necessarily related to the purpose uh, that kind of Bitcoin has. Yeah, and they're also coins that no one will ever use. Right. 
and they just have, do you think, just an inherent value in the technology that they offer, kind of a applied value? Well, they're that, going through they're going through their little hype cycles themselves, and they have their little technology triggers triggers in their peak of inflated expectations and their trough of disillusionments. Mm-hmm. But a lot of them never make it out of the trough of disillusionment. Yeah. So, Dominic, is there any any projects you're working on uh, that you'd like to share with us? Um. Not really. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm working on stuff at home, but it's not really Bitcoin related stuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at the moment. I'm working on an audio book, but that's not going to be ready until the end of the year. And, um, you know, but, you know, I'm on Twitter a fair bit when I'm bored in between, you know, breaks from work and comedy slowly starting to open up again. Great, so, good. you know, if you want to follow me, I'd be, I'd be delighted. Hopefully I'll uh, entertain you. And educate you at the same time. Well, sure. And why don't you go ahead and list? I'll uh, I'll post the links in my show notes. But if you want to tell the uh, the listeners now, maybe uh, just go ahead and give them uh, where they can reach you or where they can follow you. Well, if you use Twitter, I'm at Dominic Frisbee, and if you use YouTube, I've got two channels on YouTube. I've got one Dominic Frisbee comedy videos where I post all my songs and comedy stuff, and then I've got Dominic Frisbee money and markets or so I can't, I can't even remember what it's called but something like that and uh and that's where i put, post all my sort of financial thoughts so if you want to subscribe to one or both of those channels you know some people like me for my economic stuff and other people like me for my comedy yeah. and every now and then people like me for both <laughs> well I, I listened to your your latest song where you had the, i guess a lot of contributors to it and it was just it's fantastic because it's funny and then it's also educational which i think is the best way for any of us to learn anything so oh yeah the uh, national anthem of libertarian yeah yes so definitely check that out uh so i'll be uh, posting those notes but uh uh, dominic you know it's it just absolute pleasure having you on the podcast and i hope you'll visit with us in the future uh, my just... pleasure yeah thanks for having me on thanks for noticing me oh yes well and again uh, Dominic Frisbee the book uh, Bitcoin the Future of Money you've also written some other financial books um, why don't you just tell us about those briefly yeah my two other books are Life After the State and uh, Daylight Robbery my most recent book very popular all about the past present and future of taxation mm. a lot more interesting than it sounds yes well, again, thank you so much, and I uh, hope, to, like I said, hope to have you on the show in the very near future. Uh, be, be my pleasure. Thanks very much for having me. All right. Take care. That concludes my interview with Dominic Frisby, the author of Bitcoin, The Future of Money. If you just tuned in to this episode, I suggest you go back to episode 17 for part one and episode 18 for part two. I'm your host, Biff Laurie, and you've been listening to the Crypto for Newborns podcast, where we take baby steps around the block. Thanks for tuning in.